yet suspected nest. In fact, on the same day, or maybe he left at night, and in the day, Abu Jahl was surrounding his house with some young, strong men who were having, each one of them had a, a very sharp sword. And the plan is to attack Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as soon as he comes out from his door. Attack him as one man, one hit, and it's a kill. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam selected his best friend, his father-in-law, Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala anhu wa ardah. He selected him and he took him with him into this journey to Medina al-Munawarah. On the way, they went and took shelter in a cave. It was called Gharu Thawr. Gharu Thawr. People of Mecca came to know that he has escaped. But it wasn't long that he has left Mecca. So they started forming groups and gangs to follow him in whichever direction he has went. And he hired some intelligent foot tracers who knows exactly how to read the traces of a person who is going into the desert. They know exactly how to trace him. And they hired one of the best. And they went with him and he was tracing the footprints of the camels of Rasulullah and Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq. And they, they all ended up into Gharu Thawr. They ended into Gharu, to Gharu Thawr. When they saw uh, that spider, which have built a, a, a block, like built its, its own uh, uh, strings and web, Right in the entrance of that, uh, in that ghar or, or that cave, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his companion, Sayyidina Abu Bakr siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala anhu ardah, they were right down there. When the, 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 the Quraysh, the people of Quraysh, said, yes, the traces are coming till here. But how can they enter such a cave like this while there is a web on the, on the, on the, on the entrance of the cave? Sayyidina Abu Bakr was terrified. He was so scared. He was very, very scared, respected listener. He wasn't scared for himself, in fact. He was not scared for himself. If he was scared for himself, he wouldn't have accompanied Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in his trip. In fact, 
on the way, he used to be always forward to check if the roads are fine, if there is anybody there watching them, if there is anyone who is following them. After he secures the, the, the entire place, then he calls upon Rasulullah to come through. So the fear was not upon himself or upon his life. No, the fear was for or upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He loved him more than he loved him in his own life. In the cave, Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam noticed that Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiyallahu ta'ala anhu wa ardah is terrified. So he said, Abu Bakr, what is wrong with you? Ya Rasulullah, O Prophet of Allah, if any one of them looks only under his foot, he will see us. He will see us, Ya Rasulullah. And that is exactly what, what was about to happen, respected listener, when one of them went a little bit down and to urinate. And he had to look down. Because he is urinating. If he looked only a one, a one single centimeter on the side, he would have seen Sayyidina Rasulullah and Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, radiyallahu ta'ala But he didn't. And the spider came. The spider takes very long time, respected listener, in order to, to, to actually uh, 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 put his web on such a big entrance, it needs the spider, it needs him about nothing less than five or six hours to, to build his web on the entrance. That cannot happen during the day. It must happen during the night. So what has happened? When Sayyidina uh, uh, Abu Bakr said, Ya Rasulullah, if they look beneath their footsteps, they will see us. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him, O oh, Abu Bakr, la takhaf, do not be scared. Inna allaha ma'ana. Inna allaha ma'ana. There, Allah the Almighty showers them with his sakina. He showers them with his sakina. Sakina is peace, respected listener. Peace. Calmness. Once you are in peace and you are calm, then you will see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with you. For the edgy person, for the panicked person, the panic is not going to let him Feel the peace or feel that Allah is with him. Why? Because he is panicking. He is scared. And they left and they, they uh, uh, insulted the, 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 the guide that they have paid so much. They said, what? You are crazy. You cannot be here. You have took us to a wrong direction. They must have went so far now because you have wasted our time coming to this cave where they cannot be inside this cave. They cannot be inside this cave. While they were sitting right there, be under their noses, 
But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them confused. He used his soldiers. Yes, that think they cannot see. They cannot see. Neither we see, respected listener. But we know that that web was from the make of one of his soldiers. Confusion is another soldier of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nowadays, we hear of so much of panic from everybody. Everybody is panicked. The whole world is panicked, respected listener. The whole world is panicked. And we in South Africa here, we are panicked too. We terrified. The spread of this soldier of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going very fast, very wide, in no time. And it's affecting us. We are in fear. We are panicking. What will happen to us? How are we going to go through this? How is it going to affect our families? How is it going to affect our country? How is it going to affect our population? How is it going to affect our children? What will happen to us? Respected listener, I will narrate you a story, a short story, but will have an indication of what of what we need to do at the moment. What do we need to do at the moment? It was that elderly person who always used to be in the first saf in the masjid. Always. One day, he felt scared. Fearing something. He doesn't know what is he fearing of. So he said, let me ask a learned person, what should I do? From his spot, in the first saf, he crawled to the imam, the sheikh, the maulana, the alim, the mufti, whoever was there. He crawled on his buttocks and he reached the imam. Assalamu alaikum. The imam, alaikum assalam. Oh imam, oh our sheikh, oh our maulana, I have so much of fear in my heart. I don't know how to solve this. Can you please advise me? The imam is saying, now this was an unexpected question that came from one of the musallis. And I did not know what answer I must give him. So I did not think. I left the answer to come via Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not via me. And I found that I'm saying, Oh, my respected elder, have you heard of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that says, Kalimatan, Habibatan lirrahman, خفيفتان على اللسان ثقيلتان في الميزان Have you heard of the hadith that says Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said two words beloved to Allah beloved to Allah light on the tongue 
light on the tongue, heavy on the scale. Subhanallah wa bihamdih. Subhanallah al-Azim. The old man says, I knew those words. I knew, but I was looking for it. It didn't come to my memory at all. Just like the one who is, he, who is, uh, uh, who's a swimmer. He knows how to swim. He knows how to swim. And suddenly they throw him in a pool. Pool. Not the sea, not a river. The sea and the rivers are much larger, much bigger, much harder. A pool is very soft water. A baby, if you catch a baby from his hand and, and lift him up, he will be able to swim. But the panic, the panic makes you forget. What do I need to do right now? Confused. Scared, like how we are now. So the man, as soon as he received this hadith from the imam, he continued saying it repeatedly over and over, over and over, over and over, over and over. Why over and over? Because he felt safe with it. He felt he is safe. As long as he is saying, Subhanallah wa bihamdih, Subhanallah al anything else can happen thereafter. I am safe. I am safe. Not only he wanted himself to be safe, but he wanted everyone that he meets to be safe, as he is safe. So he started spreading, Subhanallah wa bihamdih, Subhanallah al and believe it or not, respected listener, it spreads much more faster than any virus in this world. It spreads much more faster than any virus in this world. He started saying to everybody, have you heard the hadith of Habibatan al-Rahman? Kalimatan, Habibatan al-Rahman, Khafifatan ala al-Lisan. ثَقِيلَتَانِ فِي الْمِيزَانِ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ وَبِحَمْدِهِ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ الْعَظِيمِ Amongst his family, he did not leave one. Amongst his friends, he did not leave one. Amongst his neighbors, he did not leave one person unless he reminded them of this hadith. سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ وَبِحَمْدِهِ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ الْعَظِيمِ Engage your, your heart, engage your mind with Subhanallah wa bihamdih, Subhanallah al as much as you can. With the old man, it did not, the story did not finish yet. It happened that the man had a heart attack. The family rushed him to the hospital. When they took him to the hospital, he went into the ICU with him, putting this instrument and putting this and putting that and trying to save his life and doing this to him and doing that to him. The man did not die, but he went into a coma. 
Yes, it's Matillasna. He went into a coma for one day, two days, three days, one week, two weeks, one month, two months. And on that day, when the family used to be gathering around him, trying to talk to him, trying to uh, uh, trying whatever they can they can try with him in order to bring him back, let him speak with them, let them hear his voice again. They love him so much. And while the doctor was there with them around his bed, the man opens his eyes. SubhanAllah. The man opens his eyes. And he sees all the members of his family. He did not pay attention to them at all. At all. But he paid attention to that man with the white coat. And, the, and he looks like the doctor. Then he calls him. Doctor, please come here. The man was extremely happy, the doctor, extremely happy. After two months, the man's opened his eyes now. Let us hear what he is going to say. Then he says to the doctor, Doctor, did you hear of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that there are two words that are most beloved to Allah? They are so beloved to Allah. They are so light on the tongue. They are so heavy on the scale. Subhanallah, Subhanallah, Azim. And he closes his eyes again. But this time, it is not for a coma. It was the time that he departs from this life. And he died. Subhanallah. See the man, even when his unconsciousness, he was feeling the, the sweetness and feeling the, the tranquility that these words has put his, un, put his heart under, that he could not even pay attention to any of his family members. But all what he remembers are those words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Subhanallah wa bihamdih Subhanallah al-Azim Subhanallah wa bihamdih Subhanallah al-Azim Do you know, respected listener, that Alhamdulillah, only Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah, folds, it folds what is between earth and heaven Alhamdulillah. It fills what is between earth and heavens. And you make dua that time. That time you make dua with the best of the words that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the most. You see, you want to come to me, you want to attract my attention, you want something from me, then you come to me with the attitude that I love. With the speeches that I love, with the praises that I love, Subhanallah wa bihamdih, Subhanallah al-Azim. Allahumma aghithna ya mughit. Oh Allah, protect us, ya Allah. Protect us 
protect all mankind, Ya Allah, the ones in South Africa, the ones in Ethiopia, the ones in China, in Italy, in America, the ones in Israel, the ones all over the world, Ya Allah, protect us, protect us, protect us, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We are your creation. We are your creation, Ya Allah. Do not leave us as victims for your soldiers. Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. Ya Rabbal Alameen, innaka anta sami'ul alim, wa innaka ala kulli shay'in qadir. Subhanaka Allahumma wa bihamdik, ashadu an la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.